The Gospel reading for this morning comes from Mark's Gospel, beginning in the 8th chapter at the 27th verse. Mark wrote these things. Jesus and his disciples headed out for the villages around Caesarea Philippi. And as they walked, he asked, Who do the people say that I am? Some say John the baptizer, they said. Others say Elijah. Still others say one of the prophets. And then he asked, And you, what are you saying about me? Who am I? Peter gave the answer, Why, you are the Christ, the Messiah. And Jesus warned them to keep it quiet, not to breathe a word of it to anyone. And he then began explaining things to them. It is necessary that the Son of Man proceed to an ordeal of suffering, be tried and found guilty by the elders, high priests, and religion scholars, be killed, and after three days rise up alive. And he said this simply and clearly, so they wouldn't miss it. But Peter grabbed him in protest, turning and seeing his disciples wavering, wondering what to believe. Jesus confronted Peter. Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. You have no idea how God works. And calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself your true self. So what good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? What could you ever trade your soul for? If any of you are embarrassed over me and the way I'm leading you when you get around your fickle and unfocused friends, know that you'll be an even greater embarrassment to the Son of Man when he arrives in all the splendor of God his Father with an army of the holy angels. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? Lord, we gather this morning to study your word. Open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our hearts to receive Jesus who has changed our world through the power of your love. Let your spirit open our minds to understand what Jesus says to us and lead us to respond in love and respect and worship. Lead us in your truth, we pray. Amen. You know, life is so full of questions. Questions like, what am I going to do with my life? What will I be when I grow up? What will tomorrow bring? Will my kids turn out okay? And then there are also some spiritual questions. What is heaven like? Will they even let me in? Why does God allow such tragedy on earth? 
Why do bad things happen to good people? And then, of course, the really big questions. Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? If a husband is all by himself in the forest and he speaks, is he still wrong? <laughs> a college student tried to prove how smart he was one day by asking his professor the following question. Is the bird I'm holding in my hand dead or alive? Now, if the professor said that the bird was dead, the boy was going to free the bird and let it fly. If the, pastor said, or if the professor said it was alive, the boy was going to crush the bird. So the professor looked at the young man and he said, My son, the answer is in your hands. Now we're on the road with Jesus and his disciples this morning near Caesarea Philippi, which is about 25 miles northeast of the Sea of Galilee. It was a center at the time for various religious groups. It had been known for Baal worship, and the Greek god Pan had a shrine there, and Herod had even built a temple there in honor of Augustus Caesar. And it was in this area of many different kinds of religious expression that Peter openly spoke of Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Peter got suddenly brave in response to a question, a question that came from the lips of Jesus. He looked at his disciples and asked, who do the people say that I am? Well, some say John the baptizer, some Elijah, others still say one of the prophets. And then he looked at them and said, okay, but you, who do you say that I am? What are you saying about me? Who am I to you? It is really in your hands. Why, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Peter jumps in. And he answers. John Donne wrote, and I love this, No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less. As well as if a promontory were. As well as if a manner of thy friends or thine own were. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. I think that when we come down to it, we always understand ourselves in comparison to others, even if we think that we don't define ourselves by them. The larger question then, I think, becomes, by whom shall I define myself? Whom, who will give me life as I imitate them? No one exists entirely to themselves. The only question is, who we will follow to make the best of who we can be. So Peter, he gets this Messiah stuff right. And then Jesus amps it up a bit. 
He goes on to tell them what this ultimately means for him. He expects to suffer and be killed and then after three days rise up again. It seems hardly surprising that Peter takes exception to this news. After all, Peter had finally got it. But instead of congratulating Peter or rewarding Peter at his outburst of pure faith, Jesus turns around and silences him. Just as he was bursting with the good news of the Messiah, Jesus deflates Peter's expectations by telling of his death, and Peter reacts by pulling Jesus aside and telling him that this just can't be. He turns in a moment from a follower to trying to be a leader, quickly telling the driver that they are going the wrong way, speaking forcefully from the back seat. And Jesus reacts by rejecting Peter's message and his attempt to drive the car. When he confronted Peter, he ordered him to get out of the driver's seat to get behind him once again and to become a disciple, not Jesus' new rabbi. And Peter's worries when you come down to it were really kind of silly. He was trying to protect his friend, to look for another way, a way less confrontational and perhaps a bit more laid back. But there is no safe way. There is no safe way. It is impossible to be a backseat driver for Jesus. And in closing, Jesus amps it up a bit more. He says, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat, I am. Don't run from suffering, embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way to saving yourself, your true self. What good would it do to get everything that you want and lose you, the real you? What could you ever trade your soul for? So in some ways, we're right back to where we started this morning. The truth of the matter is that life is full of questions. And many of the answers, like the bird of the young man, are totally in your hands. I think the main one, for this morning anyway, is still this. Who do you say that Jesus is? Keep the faith. Amen. Um.